Did you miss any of the sports action this week? Word you're not well informed about what player did what or what team is making the headlines? Then don't worry. We are going to fill you in. So sit back, relax, and don't touch that dial because it's time for Down in Flames. Here are your hosts, Kyle, Jared, Thomas, and Peyton. Hello, everybody, and welcome to week number 11 of the Down in Flames podcast. This is going to be a very short mini podcast this week as we are all in remote locations. Uh, I'm here at my house, and we have Thomas. What are you doing, Thomas? Important I'm in the Bermuda tonight? Triangle right now. You're in the Bermuda Triangle. Is there, there's an important game going on tonight, isn't there not? Yeah, just watching a little bit of baseball. Nothing like some September or no, wait, it's October. Nothing like some October baseball in the playoffs. That's right. Let's go A's. Anybody, Come on now. Anybody but the Yankees Yanks. are up two nothing. The judge already laid down the hammer. The, the judge was in court for the, that first at bat. Rifled that thing too. It was a line shot there to left field. Didn't really get up at all. It was just straight out. 116 miles per hour. I tell you. Let's go, A's. All right, and then we have Thomas that's here. Or, yeah, Thomas is here tonight, and then we got Peyton, who's remote. How are you doing, Peyton? Doing great. All right. And we are not missing... watching baseball, so. Not watching baseball. Well, there's no other sports on tonight, so what are you watching? You can watch hockey, opening, opening day for hockey. Uh, no, just intentionally not watching baseball. I'm really trying to take a stand here. Okay, just be that way. And yeah. then filling in on the show with the picks tonight is going to be Mr. Mike McCain. As Hi guys. We haven't gotten a clear response as to why Jared's not here. All we know is he's not here. We even gave him an extra 15 minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jared loves his 15 minutes. He likes to he get does. those in. Cat we naps. should have told him that the podcast was only 15 minutes. Then yeah, he would have done it. That's true. Could have helped. <laughs> For those who uh, complain about our podcast being too long, this will be a good week for you as we're going to keep this, trying to keep it about 15, 20 minutes tonight. Um, going to try and get last week's episode posted still, so be looking for that. Uh, real quick, guys, kind of go over a couple things here. We'll do college football and NFL football. Uh, let's start with the NFL. Uh, the kind of one storyline from this past week was Earl Thomas getting hurt and uh, giving the coach a nice gesture when he was being taken off the field. How'd you guys like that? Well, Not a fan. Let's, yeah, let's clarify. It probably wasn't the coach. It was just the whole bench. Is is the whole the whole organization of the whole? More I don't than know the office that he was giving. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it was really Pete Carroll or the Water Boy or whoever. Whoever it wasn't one specific guy that he was giving it to. It's kind of like the whole Seattle front office. Yeah, and uh, Le'Veon then gets on Twitter and responds, "This is why I'm doing this." Basically, so I think we can count that. Uh, I don't think Le'Veon's coming back anytime soon. Well, no, he said he was going to report during the bye week in uh, week seven. He's yeah. going to report back to the team. So I don't know if that means he probably plays week eight uh, or or what. But yeah, he's going to report to the team week seven. I, I will bye week it and when then, I see it. Yeah, no, that's what he's saying, right? Yeah, that's what he's saying. We'll see when it actually happens. So that'll be interesting. And hear me, I, I don't blame him for doing what he's doing. I think he's doing what he's doing for exactly what happened to Earl Thomas, holding out to make sure people can get what they need. Uh, I think the franchise tag thing is definitely going to be brought up when it comes to the next uh, the next uh, agreement here. Uh, definitely going to be. Well, yeah, you're going to you're going to start seeing a lot more players start to do what Kirk Cousins did, trying to get the fully guaranteed contract, maybe settling for only two or three year deals, but trying to get fully guaranteed. 
think that's what Le'Veon's trying to get a little bit more, and that's what obviously Earl Thomas was trying to go for, and I kind of feel bad a little bit with what uh, the situation happened there. Absolutely. Pretty crazy how that went down. So, have anything to add there, Peyton? Yeah, with um, to Thomas's point, with uh, fully guaranteed money coming with the Kirk Cousins contract, like that that sets a precedent that is going to be much further reaching because yeah, more seasoned players who have proven themselves are going to be looking for that. I think rookie contracts are going to be moving a little bit further into more guaranteed money. We've already seen um, kind of a shift uh, in players really pushing for that. Um, I think that rookie contracts are going to start changing as well, which is going to be interesting to see how that shifts mm-hmm. because you're basing it off of college performance and no NFL performance yet. A team that agrees to it is going to be looking at extreme upside. But um, yeah, I, I think that we'll see um, a, a pretty big shift there. And Kirk Cousins really, um, I don't know, he paved the way for uh a lot of people. He oh, has. for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when the next uh, bargaining agreement is. Maybe twenty twenty one, or it's a couple of years away. It is it's too soon. But whenever, whenever that is, there's going to be a lot of discussion on contracts. There's gonna. This is going to be as big as I think it was back in twenty eleven. Um, if if not bigger, I think they're going to be fighting for more different things. There's just been a lot that's changed in the game in the last six years, and I think you're going to see that continue on. So. All right. Um, so, yeah, good week in NFL. A lot of fun uh, to watch there. Um, any real big upset sets that you guys saw? Any surprises that took place during NFL? The Browns lost. It was a crazy game. The Browns Oakland game. That was, a, that was a little crazy. I'm sure Peyton's going to want to talk a little bit of Colts here with that. Uh, with that. Yeah, do we want to get that out of the way? It. Yeah, let's go for it. You know, the, the, the Colts go for it on fourth and four with what? About 30 seconds left tie game and what were they on their own 25 something yard line or so giving the ball up and essentially giving the Texans the win. Yeah. So knee jerk reaction, listening to um, the announcers, like people just being appalled. Um, So a lot came to light. uh, Once you get into the locker room, once players started talking about it, once Frank Reich was being interviewed and actually sharing his, his point. Um, and I, while I was watching it, um, I was kind of surprised that we actually went for it. And honestly, like what I'm upset with is not that we went for it. It was the play call. Uh, yeah, the execution. Slow, like long pass outside. Um, I, I don't like it. Um, Something that especially... bugged me was what I'm pretty sure if I have this right. They, they went out there, you know, everyone thinks, Oh, they're just trying to draw them offside. They take the time out. Then they come back out slowly and run that play. Why, why take the time out there? Go for if you're gonna yeah. if you know you're gonna go for it, go for it without taking that time out and, and wasting all that time and giving the defense time to set up and, and really feel like they're going for it there. I don't understand why they took that time out. Yeah, I think I don't know if that was just an attempt at gamesmanship on Frank Ragvik. Hey, if we can get the penalty, that'll make this a whole lot easier to convert. But if not, then we're going to have to end up going for it. But I mean, even Frank Reich said um, in his uh, in his postgame interview, I'm not playing to tie, which I respect that people in the locker room. They were happy with it. The players were happy that we went for it. The team was completely bought in. Yeah. I mean, it just comes down to that play call for me. I didn't like it. It was 
it was too risky other than, you know, you've got someone like Zach Pascal who had been playing very well, you know, throw him a slant, um, a, a faster play. Um, I would have, you know, the way that Naheem Hines had been playing, I would have been okay with, you know, a screen pass to him or just like a, you know, a quick developing run. Um, but I just, I don't like the outside pass in that scenario. I think you, you, we'd probably have a different story as well. If you had your best wide receiver, T.Y. Hilton healthy and back in the game, I think he was already knocked out. Was he, was he already out of the game at that point? Yeah, he was out. Um, yeah, and honestly, I would, I would him think... and your best tight end Jack Doyle wasn't playing. So you got two of your best weapons out of the game at that point, which makes it a little even more difficult. Yeah, and we can't fully trust Eric Ebron's hands yet. Um, he's been doing a lot better with us than anticipated, but still, he, he has so many drops. It's still Eric Ebron. Yeah. At least he's getting in the end zone now. Is, but does he hold on to the ball when he gets in the end zone? Uh, half of so the time, far. Yes. <laughs> There you go. More than he did with the Lions. That's true. He was pretty pretty abysmal, abysmal one with the Lions. So. Well, yeah. speaking on uh, bad coaching decisions and kind of – uh, taking away the chance to win the game. We'll move on to college football here and recap kind of the, the Penn State-Ohio State game. A pretty exciting game, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Hey, lived up to the hype again. Back-to-back years, super close games, lived up to the hype. Back-to-back mm-hmm. years when Penn State's had the lead and lost it. So I was uh, – watched. I didn't get to see all the game. We got to see the end of the third quarter and then most of the fourth. Uh, even when Ohio State went up or Penn State went up by 12 points, I looked at my wife and I told her, I was like, Ohio State's still going to win this game. You could just just had more weapons. However, I will say that I believe that Penn State actually did dominate that game much more so than Ohio State did. Uh, you look at the numbers for the game, um, Penn State was still ahead in every category. Uh, Ohio State just kind of got the breaks there. Probably the biggest break coming at the end and almost uh, – the giving away of Penn State having a chance to win the game. Uh, what do you guys think of kind of the play calling there? I have two thoughts on it, but I'll let uh, you start with Yeah, I think it's – Or Thomas. Uh, well, I was just going to briefly say, leading into what Peyton was just saying with the Colts, it's, I don't really have a problem with the, the decision. It was the play calling. It was the execution again, just like what the Colts did. Oh, yeah. You, you had to go for it. I mean, you don't yeah. go for it. The game's over, but – um, right, yeah, you're going for it. I guess it's just the, the execution and the play calling, what you're doing there. It just doesn't make much sense on, on why you do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it just it – was, it was their worst option that they'd been running all night. The one thing that hadn't been working, that's what they went with. Yeah. I don't know why you think in that situation, oh, now it'll work, the you know, 12th time that we try it. But, I mean, I, I fully expected them to, you know – give Trace McSorley a passing option, um, but allow him the, you know, choice to be able to run if he needed to, um, you know, that he would be able to, I mean, he's your playmaker. He's your bread and butter. He is the best player on your team. Put the game in his hands, not handing it off to someone who's been stuffed the entire night. Exactly. Yeah. And like I said, uh, Penn, Penn State definitely controlled that game at that point in time. And I think they, they should have should have been able to have it. You look at their total yards. They had uh, 492 yards to Ohio State's 386. Usually you have that. That's the team that has more yards and not going to lose. And especially in the rushing, they had 206 rushing yards compared to Ohio State's 119. Yeah. And how much of that was Trace McSorley? Yeah, exactly. Um 
I can actually tell you for specifically. Well, maybe I can at the moment. But the thing that I was, what I told my wife when I was watching it is the fourth down play call was a bad play call and bad execution. However, it was two plays on that drive, on that set of downs, actually. On second and 14, after they lost the yardage in the first play there, they ran four verticals going out and went for like the home run ball on that one, which made no sense to me in that in that setting. Play for second and 14, play for six, seven yards, make it so you have two downs that are doable at that point in time instead of setting yourself up for making it only two downs to get 14 yards. So I, I didn't like the, the verticals run option there. Next play turned out right. I mean, they was able to gain uh, eight yards out of that. But again, I said – running the same kind of read option that had not been working for you all night and why I think it's going to work on the very last play of the game, make or break, doesn't make any sense to me. I think uh, yeah, I think they all re- realize that too. Um, at the end of the game, the press conference there with Franklin, he definitely was passionate and said that they'll improve and be better about those things, and uh, let's see how that goes. Yeah, and just, just to note, uh, Trace McSorley had 175 of those rushing yards. Yeah, exactly. 175 of the 206. That, that's crazy. Yeah, and uh, now with that uh, being said, for Ohio State and Penn State, let's say both teams are able to go undefeated here on out. Chance for both teams to get in? No, there's always a chance. There's it just ultimately depends on the other the other conferences. I can definitely see you know the Pac-12 getting left out again and. Depends. I mean, obviously, you can't have Alabama win out, Georgia win out until the SEC championship. Uh, you know, you got a bunch of teams still in it, so there's a chance. Uh, it's it's probably below fifty percent for Penn State at this point. Yeah, yeah, especially with Notre Dame. I mean, having the non-conference team be able to come in there is what's going to make it even harder. If they win out, I mean, I think they have a pretty good shot of being in. I think, uh, like you said, a Pac-12 at this point in time, I think I think Pac-12's out. Um, I don't see a one-loss Washington getting in over a conference champion from either Notre tough. Dame or the Big Ten, SEC, and ACC. I think that that's pretty well going to be set, um, depending, I guess, on how the ACC lands out. I'd assume that Clemson's going to run the table from here and win everything out, but you never know. We'll see how uh, things go with the quarterback play there. Um but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how things are going to go here. There's definitely a, a lot of really good football coming up. We got the Red River River Red River rivalry uh, this Saturday for Texas and Oklahoma. That'll be really exciting. Um, lots of this is where the games are really starting to take the crunch and get to see kind of that picture start to take form. So, all right, uh, we'll go into our weekly picks here while we uh, have this. And again, without Jared being here, we're going to go ahead and uh, have Mike. Do his proxy. You got those pulled up, Mike, or what he said? Uh, I got it. Yes. Yes. Now, are we going to are we gonna go college football picks first and then circle back to NFL, or yeah. do you want to do NFL? Yep, then? since then, okay. we'll go ahead and circle do the college back. picks real quick here. Um, first uh, of that, uh, does everybody sticking with their Heisman candidate, I'm assuming, even if they saw this last yeah, week? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm, st- I'm sticking with Will Greer. Yeah, I'm sticking yeah, with Yeah, I'm sticking with Haskins. Yeah. Who'd Jared have? Uh, J- Jared... Jared had the guy from UCF. Yeah, Jared he had, had the guy from UCF, uh, Milton. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's probably sticking with him because so he looked pretty he's, darn yeah, good. Yeah, he's too. got no choice. He's he's gonna he's gonna stick with him, I'm sure. So right. He doesn't even have a choice though. All right. So for our picks for this week, uh, number for the first game, we'll go ahead and we'll start with the uh, Florida State at number seventeen, Miami. 
I'm going to go with the Hurricanes in this one. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll go. Uh, yeah, I'll go Miami as well. I think it'll be a little closer than everybody thinks. Florida State starting to put a couple of wins together, albeit it's not great, uh, great opponents, but they're now three and two, so they're they're picking it up a little bit. But I think Miami does get it. They're at home. I'm I'm picking Miami as well. Uh, I say they win by at least twenty-one. I think it's a blowout. Florida Florida State is terrible this year. I I agree with that. I think Florida State's going to be done for a little while by the by the feel of things. All right, and then Mike for uh, Jared. Yep, Jared has selected the U. The U. Okay. So we're all in agreement on Miami. And then uh, the next game, number six Notre Dame at number twenty four Virginia Tech. Uh, until a few weeks ago, I probably would have taken Virginia Tech in this game, but uh, things have changed for both uh, schools there quite a bit. Uh, with last week, Virginia Tech losing to uh, Old Dominion. Last week, they did look quite a bit better in their, in their win. Um, Notre Dame is the one that's been the big change. Uh, with the quarterback change, their offense now is it's, – it's not just an offense that can get you to enough points to let your defense carry you. They're an offense now that can win games. Um, that Notre Dame team looks really good, and I think they have a very good chance to win on out and go on. So I'm going to go ahead and take Notre Dame in this one uh, big over Virginia Tech. Well said. Yeah, go, go with the Irish. I'm going to go with the Irish. They're, they look really they look really solid. I have got to go with Virginia Tech here. Uh, new quarterback still getting used to his system at Notre Dame. He has looked very well. But Bud Foster at home, um, that's the matchup I'm looking for. Notre Dame's offense versus Except Bud against Foster. Old Dominion. Yeah, Old, <laughs> old Dominion. Uh, you don't you don't prepare for the backup quarterback going off like that. He, I, I don't know what happened there. But, no, I, I believe that Bud Foster's defense is going to be completely different for the rest of the year after that ODU loss. Um, well, I guess that makes it a little easier for Penn State then. Yeah. All right, and then uh, Mike for Jared. Yeah, Jared has selected Virginia Tech. Shocker. I'm not surprised. You guys in the ACC, I tell you. I don't know what about you. I guess you're not Peyton, but. What? I was going to say, yeah, I'm SEC. <laughs> SEC. Through and through. There you go. All right, and then, uh, well, here's your SEC game right here. Number 13, Kentucky. Number 13, Kentucky. That is a long crazy to say. That's, that. yeah, that's that a basketball right. ranking, not, not football. I mean, that's better than their basketball ranking the last few years. <laughs> so, number 13, Kentucky at Texas AM. Is this the week that uh, there is an upset, or not an upset, but I guess it would be an upset? Is this the week that the, uh, the Wildcats are taken down and put back in their place? I'll, I'll follow up the last one on this. You can go ahead and start, Peyton. Texas AM for this one. Um, Kentucky has looked really good, um, but I, I don't see that they've had major opposition. Mississippi State um, is probably their best win right now. Um, Florida hasn't looked fantastic, uh, and they were just kind of gross uh, when uh, Kentucky played them. I think Mississippi State is actually the best team that they've beaten, um, but Mond has been very good for Texas A&M. Uh, playing Texas A&M at home is a 
tough task. I mean, look at mm-hmm. uh, the Clemson game. Like Mond, Mond was playing out of his mind. He played very well that night. Um, Clemson was just, I mean, they're such a good team all around. Um, so I say Texas A&M wins this one. Upset. I'll say Texas A&M just because Kentucky can't, they can't, they can't squeak into the top 10. They win this one. Then a couple of teams ahead of them. There's no way just, just based on reputation alone. So I'll go A&M. Jared has selected Texas A&M. Yeah. And I'm going to go with that as well. Texas A&M. I think we said being at Kyle field and I think Kentucky has looked very good. I just don't think they're all on that level yet. So. Are they, does anybody know, are they the underdog? Like, is Kentucky can, favored in this game? I can look real quick here. I would assume that they would be. I would, even though that ranking, I would assume I Vegas read, odds would still give it to. If I remember last week when they were playing South Carolina, they said that they had like a 72% chance of winning. Or hold on, it may have been the other way around. Like Texas A&M was like 72% chance of winning. Yeah. And then whatever the other portion of 70%, so 27%, 20-something percent. It is actually um, the, the spread. So currently, yep. <laughs> I was going to say, currently uh, ESPN is saying Texas A&M with a 68.4 and Kentucky with 31.6 chance. Yeah. What's the line? Oh, yeah, yeah they, have, they have six. A&M. Yep. Yeah, so the A&M is favorites yep. by six. Yep. Yeah, which, which doesn't surprise me. I mean, you, you can have the rankings there, but Vegas odds are still going to go. And it's going to be a safe way to follow. So, all right. And then uh, moving on for our next uh, pick here, uh, going with uh, this is a big game as well, too. Louisiana State at number 22, Florida. Florida has surprised me a little bit so far this year. Um, I didn't think they were quite even going to crack the top 25 when the season started there again. But um, I think LSU still pulls away and wins this one. Rivalry renewed. Yeah, LSU has uh, looked looked pretty good. They have a quarterback. Let's let's give it to LSU. They uh, they're they're gearing up for that uh, big game against Alabama coming up. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going with LSU as well. Florida just they're I don't know. They're <laughs> they blew wild, Tennessee out, they? but uh, we're terrible. So. Yeah, and uh, Jared selected LSU. All right, so all LSU again there. Next couple weeks, here's when we're going to be getting some of these. Really yeah, there's not, yeah, there really aren't that many great games this week. I mean, the next one is probably going to be the one that we split on the most, but uh, up to this point, hasn't been these these four games so far haven't been that great. Yeah, um, I, this is the one that's going to be the hardest, and this is one that I, until the last five minutes, I still have gone back and forth on as well, so... Number 19, Texas, at number 7, Oklahoma, for the Red River Rivalry. Texas has looked a lot better than they did in week number one against Maryland. Um, I, th- I think they've definitely improved, but I still i am going to go with my Heisman pick, Kyler Murray. I think that Oklahoma is going to do enough to still survive and win this game and still continue on with the driver's seat for the Big 12. Yeah, um as much as I really want Texas to win this game, I'm looking at um, at their last game against Kansas State. They won, but it was 1914. And they're playing a team like Oklahoma. You 
you've got to do a little bit better than putting up 19 points on Kansas State. Um, as and much those as were, those Texas, were all in the first half, if I remember. They it was like 19 nothing to start the game, and then they they couldn't score at all in the second half. Yeah, no, you're right. It was. Uh, they got seven in the first quarter and then 12 in the second, and then they just were able to – their defense was able to limp to the finish line for them. Um, so I, I got to go with Oklahoma. So I will say, obviously, my heart is definitely wanting Texas, of course, here. But I think I think they actually do have a shot. When you look at it, the thing that Oklahoma's obviously been doing good is is that offense. Kyler Murray's been – electric they've been putting up a ton of points but they're actually giving up a lot of points other than their first game they've given up over 20 points or over 21 points in the last four games against you know mediocre teams they just gave 33 points up to Baylor so their defense is not looking that great and then when you look at the Texas side their defense is looking pretty strong it's been the offense that's been kind of mediocre not putting up a ton of points I'll I'll go on a limb. I'll I'll say Texas in this one. It'll be it'll be a lower scoring game, probably somewhere in the twenties. Yeah, the line on the game is eight. Uh, I think that the the Texas will at least cover, but I think Oklahoma will do score enough to be able to still win it. Yeah. All right. And, uh, and then J- Jared selected Jared selected Texas. Texas. Okay. So two for Oklahoma and two for Texas. Split down the middle again there. All right, uh, so we'll move on to our NFL pickums here with our uh, three solid locks for the week. I Kyle, will let... uh, Kyle, before you go into NFL, you want to update the the records for college football. Uh, see, I didn't add on top of what it already was. I got did, it. You put that, did you put it on there? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I know it's updated. I, I know one it. of us went undefeated last week across the board. Kyle, and, uh, who, them, but... yeah, Kyle, who was that? Gosh, I, man, I don't know. That's a really <laughs> humble guy. <laughs> Can't be you, can it? <laughs> I'm just going on a limb here. Going on a limb. Oh, I got them right here if you want me to. So, so Kyle, you did go five and zero last week. You're at nineteen and eight, leading us. Uh, actually tied. So I'm at nineteen and eight as well. We're tied. Um, Peyton making a comeback. Uh, only fifteen and twelve now after you know picking against. Yeah, you don't have Alabama to pick against yeah. this week. He's making a so comeback until you bring 12. Alabama back into yeah. that mix, and then. Yeah, exactly. I'm only playing it. an actual real opponent. <laughs> and and Jared's right there at uh, 16 and 11. So this is our chance, Thomas. I mean, you can pull away here this week. Let's Yeah, pull away. Let's, let's go on it. All right. And then, so I'll update the NFL picks here where we're at right now. Currently, I'm also in first place on that. I'm at 7 and 2. Uh, and then Thomas is at 6 and 3. We got Peyton at 5 and 4. And then Jared at 4 and 5 overall for the year. So... It's looking a lot better than last week for Jared, though. Yeah, it is. Proven there. So uh, with that, I'll let uh, Mike go ahead and give us Jared's uh, locks for this week. Yeah, I don't know who they're playing, but Jared has selected the Lions over somebody, the Raiders over somebody, and the Texans over somebody. Oh. So somebody is going to lose this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. So somebody. So... Well, he's he's picking Houston again. Houston's burned him the whole year, and he keeps going with them. Yeah, it's well, because they, of, it's because of uh, Deshaun Watson. They didn't burn him. Uh, they didn't burn him last week. So here you go, Oakland. He has Oakland beating the Chargers. So I'll give him props for actually picking a bold pick there. Uh, he picked what was the other one? He said Houston. Oh, Houston's over Dallas. So Dallas, he, he, Houston 58%, Dallas. Yeah, it was what they have. It was a chance. And then the Lions picked. 
the lie where are the lions? Lions over Green Bay at over home. Green Bay. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's at home. That. It's at home. Maybe. We'll see. I, yeah. I, I it don't is. Know if I yeah, that's that. in Detroit. It is in Detroit. It is in Detroit. His Raiders pick is respectable though. Raiders over the Chargers in LA. Yeah. 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 I'd say that's yeah. that's not a shoe in. So go ahead and go with yours, uh, Thomas. All right. So I have this is a little bit of an interesting week as well. It's a little bit tougher. Uh, you know, injuries are starting to settle in and uh, I think there's only two undefeated teams left. I was leaning towards going with actually Green Bay over Detroit. And then, yeah, I think my dog agrees. I have Green Bay over Detroit. I'll have Baltimore over Cleveland. And I will pick the Bengals over the Dolphins. Respectable. I like that. All right, and then uh, go ahead there, Peyton. I'm going with a high-profile game here. I'm going to say the Chiefs over the Jaguars. Uh, Then I'm going to say the 49ers beat the Cardinals. And I'll say the Rams beat the Seahawks on the road. All right. Yeah, this week's a little bit harder from the ones we've had in the past. They're a little bit more even across the board for a lot of these matchups, so... Um, I'm going to go with a Monday night game and say that New Orleans actually beats Washington at home on Monday night. I am going to go with Carolina over the Giants at home. And I'm going to go with... um, I'm actually going to go with... I keep on going back and forth on whether I want to go with Baltimore over Cleveland or Tennessee over Buffalo. I think I'm going to go with Tennessee over Buffalo. Interesting. Peyton, please forgive me, but I totally forgot to write down your picks. Do you mind redoing those for me? Whatever, Thomas, whatever. Yeah, yeah so. Hey, you know. The you have a free change Chiefs, if you want to now. The Chiefs, the 49ers, and the Rams. Gotcha. All right. Appreciate it. All right. So those are our bold picks for the week. Uh, continue to week four. Uh, Jared, I just want you to, or not Jared, I'm sorry. Peyton, I just want you to know, definitely pulling for your Colts tomorrow night. I need to see big things from Ryan Grant with uh, T.Y. Hilton being hurt. That's my uh, already injured fantasy team took another injury with T.Y. Hilton there. So I went and picked up Ryan Grant, and I'm hoping for big things tomorrow night out of him. Yeah, we'll see. I was kind of amazed that um, after T.Y. went down, our biggest receivers, Chester Rogers and uh, Zach Pascal, were from Grambling State and ODU, you know, big, uh, big football schools coming into the NFL. Talk about the that's a, that's a wide receiver sleeper hold right there from those places. And oh yeah, hotbed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but of course, we can all agree we want everybody wants to see the uh, the Colts beat the Pats. Oh yeah, the whole country is rooting for us. That's right. So we'll see how uh, Indianapolis does tomorrow night. And uh, you got an update on the score there, Thomas? What's going on? Is it 2-1 to one now? 2 nothing still. Two uh, nothing. Still 2 nothing. Uh, bottom fifth. I'm feeling a little bit better. Every inning that goes by, I'm feeling a little bit better. Uh, so let's do this. I'm going to be locked in the rest of the night. 
then if you win this, you play Boston we or play do you the, play? We play Boston. Oh, so man. The, so our gift Ooh. to the nation is going to be Yankees-Boston, hopefully. Yeah, I can't lie. As much as I want New York just to lose to get you out, I that'd be a fun series to watch next week. It's going to be we hard. You haven't gotten to... in a while. You haven't gotten Yankees Red Sox in the playoffs in a while. No. Nothing will beat 04, though. That was just, that was great. You mean 03? <laughs> 03 was great. 04, not 03. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Boone was great in 03. You're right. The, I totally agree. The actual uh, World Series with uh, Miami. Now, that was great, but uh, that was uh, Mickey's one World Series championship. He's not going to get one in Detroit, but at least he had one against the Yankees. So I'm starting, starting to doze off over here, guys. <laughs> yeah, ne- next week is uh, going to be a little bit harder for Peyton, I think, because I think we're going to definitely have some uh, big baseball talk. You it was, it's gonna. It's okay. He made us do it for the World Cup a couple of months ago, so we're gonna make him do it for the playoffs in baseball. Yeah, but oh, he come doesn't. On. To... That happens once every four, four years. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 give him five minutes to talk Champions League or yada some something soccer. He could talk for five minutes. Just <laughs> let's just make sure we talk about football first, and then I'll leave, uh, and you guys talk about baseball. You can leave, get us pizza, come back. And then we'll, we'll do baseball yeah, I, in between. So we'll do NFL, <laughs> and then you can leave, get us pizza, and uh, come back. We'll talk baseball during that. And then you can come back, give us pizza, and we'll talk college football. Yeah, it sounds good. I don't care why I leave. It's just it helps. Any uh, uh, Snapchat sports news from you, Mike? Nope. <clears throat> I haven't watched it today. Your routine was broken, huh? Yeah, today was a unique morning. So, Kyle, I'm going to guess that we didn't go 15 minutes. No, I think we went about a half hour. So, actually, we're at 33 minutes, which is crazy because we actually talked a lot more than I thought we were. Yeah. Actually, no, I take that back. We were recording for 33 minutes, but we, we didn't talk for the full time. So, But we don't need to ramble on about that. Our listeners don't need to hear us uh, talk about complaining how much we talked. Uh, we will be back next week live, at least uh, pending that we have a Jared Jeffers back again and nobody else is on business trips. I guess it will depend on, for Thomas, how much he wants to see uh, Yankees-Red Sox, if that's happening or not. So, But uh, as always, continue to listen on, uh, on uh, well, this week, obviously, on uh, the podcast for Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your show. And we will see you next week. Thanks, guys.